Did you know that every word you speak matters? Are your conversations making a difference? With a passion for words and a heart for conversation, Teresa Velarde is a self-professed word nerd, best-selling author, BizCat 360 columnist, and publisher. Children's books as well as fiction and nonfiction books are welcomed at Weeby Books Publishing and Book Endeavors, the imprints of her company, Authentic Endeavors Publishing. Whether written or spoken, Teresa strives to encourage and inspire meaningful conversations that make a difference. Here's the host of Conversations That Make a Difference, Teresa Velarde. Hey everyone, welcome to Conversations That Make a Difference. I am Teresa Velarde and I'm so excited for today's show. We are a few days away from Christmas. And we have the Whitlock family with us, and we'll talk about them in just a couple of minutes. A um, little bit of housekeeping first. We are part of the Dream Vision 7 radio network, and you can find us online, on your mobile apps, in your cars, on YouTube, and by asking Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 radio. So without... Um, any ado, we're going to get started, but remember to go to dreamvision7radio.com. We are live every first and third Tuesday of the month at 5 p.m., and the replays are at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. every Tuesday. Let's start with a prayer. We usually do that. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And it is by God's grace that we are fabulous, blessed, and highly favored, living in our greatness, using our gifts and talents, making a difference in the lives of others with passion and purpose, and all of God's great universe is conspiring in our favor. And we gratefully say, amen. 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 So let me talk a little bit about our guests today. The Whitlock family is made up of Jonathan and Marion. Marion is here with us. And there are four children, Jonathan Jr., who's 19, Caden, who's 12, Jordan and Madison, who are twins, and they are 10. They live in Leesburg, Georgia. And the children keep their parents busy, busy, busy with writing books, playing soccer and basketball, singing. Our little Madison has quite the voice. Guitar <laughs> lessons college, and just being children. The family loves spending time together and keeping each other entertained with their, as Marion says, their shenanigans. <laughs> so, Kaden, Kaden, are you in the picture here somewhere? Yes, he is. Kaden um, is the author of The Case of the Missing Baby, right, which we've talked about before. And his book was released in 2021, Christmas Past, right? Madison now, her book is What Does Jesus Do? And her book was just released recently. So she is the author of Christmas Present. And then we have, um, I have it by on good authority that we have... Um, Jordan, and he and the other two are putting together some another book that we'll get to sometime during this, this conversation. And now Ms. Marion and Jonathan, and husband Jonathan, are also authors in the newly released <laughs> The Gift of Gratitude. 
So we have the family of writers here with us today. And um, I can't wait to talk about what's going on. By the way, this just came out. And right now we are running um, a special on this book. If you go to amazon.com and you look up Daily Gift of Gratitude, these books are on special for $12 until 9 p.m. today. And you can get copies in time for Christmas still. If you have an Amazon um, Prime account, you can get them in time for Christmas. I'm so excited. I got my, mine got delivered today. So I'm happy, happy. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about this. We, we called this the books of Christmas past, present, and future. Marion, I have a question. Yes, you have children who love to write and are putting themselves out there in stories that are so meaningful. Um, how, do you, how do you feel as, as their mother watching these youngsters age 10 at the time that they're writing books um, actually get their books out to the world? What's your opinion as their mom? I think um, it is a whirlwind. Um, they do keep me busy. Mm -hmm. But having them um, to the first, well, Caden, it all started with, uh, well, it started at in 2020 when they all came home um, from school because of COVID mm -hmm. and they were home with me. And I was like, um, we got to get y'all to do something because um, you're going to be home with me. So I gave them a project of writing. And then from there, it went from writing, um, you know, paragraphs to writing actual books. And they started writing their books. And Kaden said, I want my book to be all over. Um, and I said, all over where? He's like, all over the world. I said, okay. <laughs> so he gave me the task of finding a, um, a publisher. And I said, okay. And I was like, son, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not an easy task. Yeah. Um, and then I so happened to come on you and we always joke about how I sent that email I was like my son wrote a book <laughs> what do you think about it yeah my son wrote a book you think you can publish it <laughs> send me the book and let yeah. me tell you that uh that email that email opened the door to this entire um situation I'll call it with your children wanting to to get published did you, I remember the first call that we had and you were like, well, let me just, let me let's let the secret out here. Okay. When Marion gets, Marion gets excited about, about what's going on. She sometimes screams. So she was, <laughs> and I learned that about her from the first conversation because she was so excited that I said, um, after I read the book and had tears rolling down my face and knowing that this was so special and feeling so honored that you would reach out to me and, and ask me to publish this book. Well, she just screamed. <laughs> I screamed I with her. <laughs> I screamed with her. It's just, it was awesome. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and you know what impresses me about your children too? I mean, this Kaden, talk to me about this book here. I, I wanted to, after your book was, um, after your book was published, what did you do? Talk a little bit about the story and then tell me what you did after the book was published. So uh, about my book, um, I went in the, it was in the morning and I went to go check on my baby brother, Cody, cause we're twins. 
And then that day, I went, he wasn't in there. So I told my mom and dad that I was going to go find him. So I went over, over a mountain, over a bridge, and through fields until I found him. And I would never stop finding him until I find him, find him laying in the golden stack of hay. So then, then when I tried ran to go pick him up, the big a big barn door opened and it was a big great man and his name was Jesus. So me and Jesus and Cody sat around and talked for a little until Jesus and Cody had to go to heaven. So then after that, I went. I was sad and Jesus was telling me about how he knows all things about me and how many hairs I have and what's my birthday. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he told me to do one thing, but uh, one thing to help him and Cody and my parents. He told me to, he told me to be the best, best kid and I could. And um, also don't forget to clean your room. <laughs> and, and- that part just like, <laughs> Uh, that like that was that was so cool uh, I just so I yeah and don't forget to clean your room so when you I have to ask you and I think I might have asked you this before is this something that happened in a dream for you or did you really have this situation did you really have a meeting with your baby with your twin brother and Jesus yes ma'am it was, it was all when when I was sleeping, and then I came to mom, and I was like, "Mom, I had a dream of Cody and Jesus." And then after that, she told me, "Well, why don't you write about it?" So then I wrote about it, and then and then after that, I was screaming to my lungs just like mom. <laughs> <laughs> I you know I when I read this story. Um, being a Christian woman and knowing, um, knowing um, Jesus myself, I was, when I looked at this story, I had tears rolling down my face because I knew in my heart that this young man had an encounter with Jesus and saw his brother and that he was safe with Jesus and he was happy and he was making other people happy. Right. And, and you had to be on this side, you had to be on this side of eternity Kaden, because you have some things to do, right? Yes, ma'am. So now after your book was written, what did you do? You came up with, you carry a bear that to school every day that you call Cody Bear, right? Yes, ma'am. Tell me a little bit about Cody Bear and tell me what you did um, after the book was out and um, how Cody Bear got involved in this whole thing. So since, ever since I was a little, little boy, mom, Ever since Cody died, mom got me this little bear. And it went, I was, I had it ever since I was, um, how many? How oh my goodness, you've had that. I think he's had that bear. You're 12 now, so you may have had it since. Mm, we moved here almost nine, 10 years ago to North, mm-hmm. from North Carolina. So he's had it for about, about 10 years. Wow. And whenever I go to school, they... My friends be calling it, why do you have that bear? And I tell them, it's not a bear, it's my brother. And then they're like, it's your brother? And I said, yeah, I carry it around with me because my brother passed away. And then they're like, oh, they be like, oh, okay. 
and they'd be sad. And then after that, since now, since um my teachers, I show my teachers a book, I keep my books and my books and one of my teddy bears in my locker. So then after the, at the end of the school year, me, I'm gonna read my um book to my whole team. We have 80, 80 um four students on our team. Wow. That's awesome. So now um you I remember last year at Christmas time there was an event that you had somewhere with your family, right? And so I know that you made mugs and you had Cody Bears for sale and you had this beautiful um this beautiful um illustration of words, mm-hmm. right? Faith believe, love, listen, obey. Yes, ma'am. And, yeah, and cherish, right? So you had this and you and you had a like a lit, you were part of a, a fair of some kind, right? And you sold these products. And how did the people receive the products? Did they love them? Yes, ma'am. Some people bought two. Nice. So you sold books and products. And I know I got some and I, I sent some to to Aljon. Aljon is the um, the illustrator who does these beautiful illustrations for the children's books. We send them all the way to the Philippines. Excuse so, me. Yeah. Um, when, ever since that I got that bear, ever since more people passed away in my family, me and my mom, we, I asked to, cause I go to the, to my, um, to Walmart to get more bears. So I have like this other bear to represent my granddaddy. And my um and my um my uncle mm-hmm. and also my great great grandpapa. Mm-hmm. Nice. And my, yes. it's, it's funny that my middle name is Kristen and I'm also a Christian. There you go. Yes, you are also a Christian. And so um and then what what also impresses me about about you and your sister and your brother and your mom and your family. I know that there was a situation, somebody was in need of donations for a medical, uh, a medical um, issue. And so what did you do? Me, me, my sister and Jordan, we decided to give all $500 to, to that um, girl to, um, for her to get a kidney. Oh my goodness. And she's doing so much better. That's so awesome. You know, I have to tell you in this world where everybody is like, well, not everybody, so many people are concerned about themselves and their things and what they're going to do with their money and how they're going to spend it and so forth and so on. Here we have children, 10 years old, 10 years old. Were you nine at the time, Kaden? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you were nine. So here's a nine year old. An eight-year-old at the time. Oh no, actually, yeah, an eight-year-old at the time, Madison and Jordan. And somebody has a need and they go into their pockets with money that they have earned through their entrepreneurial spirits mm-hmm. and using the message of this book, The Case of the Missing Baby, and they turn around and they give that money to someone else in need. You want to talk about grateful and kind hearts that this just just blows me away blows me away yeah you must be so proud mom 
Yes, it blew. I remember that day we were sitting in church and they had, um, they made an announcement and they all just leaned over and looked at me and they said, Mom, let's get, let's spend all our money from our bullies that we raised to give it to her for her kidney. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. And they made sure, they wanted to make sure that's like, mom, we don't want you to pay it. You know, like moms do, you'll say, okay, I'll go and pay it. It was like, no, we want to see our account on zero. (laughs) Yeah. It's like they wanted to see it on zero. And I said, I did take it. (laughs) Your account is on zero. So that it was, it it meant a lot for them because they wanted to help. And you are right. Some people in our world today aren't, you know, focused on that. And so for them to be so young and want have that spirit of giving, yeah. um, they, you know, it, it just, I was in tears about it. Yeah. Uh, to say the least, I, I was, when you told me that I, I was just floored. I was floored because I don't know any, any nine and 10 year olds or nine and eight year old kids who would say, Oh, I'm, I'm going to give it to somebody else. You know, I'm going to give the money to somebody else, no matter what the cause. Yeah. Yeah. So that just like blew me away. And, and we need more people in the world with those kind hearts and the, you know, grateful hearts that, that um, God has led them. And really this started with an encounter. It started with an encounter with Jesus and, you know, led him to do great things right? Already, already. So then Madison jumps on the bandwagon here. She says, I want to write a book too. Mm-hmm. So what happened, Maddie? Well, we out on the COVID. So I was, when Caden was writing his book, I was like, <laughs> and I said, Mom, can I write a book? And then she, and then she got every two minutes, then she got me and Jordan to write a book. And then I started writing the whole page. And then I started reading. I was like, this is going to be an amazing book. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a mega book. So now, you, but you, you, my dear, you are the curious one, the most curious little girl yeah. that I've ever run across. Like you <laughs> ask questions about everything, right? Everything, everything, everything everything. So you come up with a book. And of course, the title is a question. What does Jesus do? Because, you know, I, I have, um, I have taught you mom many times and I feel like we're family. I feel like we're family. We are. And we are, we are. And so this book takes us on a ride. And so what, tell me a little bit about this. Like, you you get in the car with your mom and you go to the grocery store and what happens, Madison? And then we were driving back home and then I saw these trees and flowers and I was like, who made those? And then I asked my mom all these kind of questions. Who made the tree and um sunflower? And she said, she said Jesus. And then I said, who made grass? And then I said, and then she said Jesus. And I was like, who made you? And she said, Maddie. so yeah and so here you are and and actually this is the book of the month right Mm -hmm. on on the um dream vision seven 
kids that books that children's books, the kids books that we love, I think it's called. And this is the book of the month. And you can find out more about that book on the Dream Vision 7 radio network um, website, dreamvision7.com. And um, somebody is actually going to win a copy of this. So you may you may get a copy with Madison's inscription in it and gives you gives you a little bit about who she is. So, um, yeah, you know what? Before I ask you anything else, we're going to have to go to a break. It's actually 22 after. So let's go take that first break and we'll come back and we'll have another conversation. We'll talk to Madison a little bit more and find out what's going on in the background. (laughs) Okay. We'll be right back. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing Shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience hope, the magic elixir of miracles, through the personal stories of New York Times best-selling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, sacred stories of transformational hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Omega Institute, offering workshops, retreats, and online learning dedicated to awakening the best in the human spirit. For over 40 years, Omega has seen more than a million people come through its doors to grow, learn, and find a greater sense of purpose. With over 350 workshops to choose from, Omega offers something for everyone. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 877-944-2002. Again, 877-944-2002. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. 
And we're back with the Whitlock family. And we're talking about the books of Christmas past, which is Caden's book, Case of the Missing Baby. And now we're talking with Madison. And this is the book of Christmas present. So, you know, when, when, when I heard that there is going to be a book of Christmas future, book in the future, it, they seem, we seem to have these conversations at Christmas time. So it's just perfect, you know? So um, we, we are not talking about Bob Marley. We're talking about the Whitlock crew. <laughs> and they are quite a crew. So Madison, so tell me, tell me, um, you know, you leave a you leave a, an open question. This whole book is filled with questions. What does Jesus do? Who made this? Who made that? Who and you know and and they're quite a team. Yeah, they're quite a team. God and Jesus are quite a team, right, Madison? Yes, ma'am. He filled you with lots of gifts and talents. Tell everybody what some of the things you do. Um, I I saw you sing like an angel. By the way. Your mom sent me the, the video of you singing in the talent contest, and then you got to sing at school. And um, what else do you like to do? I mean, and what's your favorite favorite songs to sing? Well, what I like to do is um, play my drums, and um, I go to school for guitar club, and I learn how to um, play my guitar um, better. And then um, what kind of songs I like to listen to is, all I want for Christmas, and then um, all I want for Christmas. You're hoping that tooth will come back. Is that the deal? <laughs> <laughs> we all go through this. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. I think mm -hmm. every child has sung that at one point or another, right? Yes. So, Yes. So who's your, who's your favorite um your favorite singer to listen to? Mama. Oh wow. So, so there's a little secret come out here just now, huh? There's a little secret come out. Um the singing talent comes from mama, yes? I think so. Um on my side of the family, my sister went to school. Well, my mom sings um in church and then I grew up singing in the church. Uh -huh. And my sister also um grew up singing in the church and she actually got a degree in um, music education. So nice. They did it. I don't I sing, I, I like to sing, but um I think Maddie is she's gonna take on that reign and you know, take it on for me. She has um a lot of people did not know that she could sing. So me and my um, sister coached her for that talent show. We coached her to, you know, so she did a fabulous job. You want to know a secret about me? Yes. I like to sing too. I took vocal lessons for three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I love to sing. So maybe one day when we're face to face, we can put on our own little concert. What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So yeah, that's awesome. So you play the drums, you learning, you're learning guitar, you sing. Kaden, do you have any of that vocal talent as well? Are you a singer too? He can sing too. You do. Oh my goodness. This is going to be so much fun when we get together. Mm -mm -mm. That's awesome. So what do you see yourself doing and you feel like, what are your goals for your future, Maddie? Like, what do you think you're going to be when you grow up? When I grow up, I want to be a singer. You do? 
So we can expect to see you on America's Got Talent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that? Yeah, of course. And she's bold too. I mean, you know, what, what really impresses me about your children is that they are confident in who they are. Mm -hmm. They are yeah. confident in who they are and they, um, they just go forward. They have, they have an idea. They talk to you about it. You, you work it out, you get them published, you help them get their, um, entrepreneurial gigs going on, you know? So what do you think you're going to do with, um, with your book, Madison? What do you think? Well, I think when I, when, um, get my book, I am going to give it to the people, um, that I pour and, uh, um, let them know that we're that they're going we're going through stuff too. Yeah, yeah, that. And that Jesus is always there, right? Awesome. I think you both have both have a, a good um, good books to to give to people kids that don't know Jesus, right? I think they're awesome. And then you ask this this big question in the end of the book. Um, I wonder where Mary is. <laughs> right so is that telling me that there's something coming in the future having to do with mary part two <laughs> two oh my goodness oh my goodness well i i gotta tell you working with you guys brings me so much joy so much joy and we're going to talk about what's coming with the kids but i want to talk about this for a minute so I got this assignment a long time ago. I, I um, had, I had this, um, I, this inkling of having to do something about gratitude. Now I, I have a gratitude community on Facebook and we're putting together a website for the Grateful Hearts community. And that'll be a .com. And you can also go to Facebook and go with the Grateful Hearts community. And I had, when I first started doing books, I got this little nudge to write a book about gratitude and I wasn't supposed to do it myself. I'm supposed to get voices of people so that we could have, you know, a daily gift, like a daily something to do with gratitude, 365 days. Well, you know, I dragged my feet. <laughs> I dragged my feet. I got the assignment. I dragged my feet. I put it out there a little bit. And um, it wasn't happening. And then I heard this little whisper, you know, these little whispers that you get, like mm -hmm. got his little, his dream there. And, and you get these little whispers from God and you have to, you have to act on them. Otherwise the whispers become shouts. And then, <laughs> and then it's like, you need to do this like now. Mm -hmm. So finally I decided to just start inviting people to come to the, to this, to the book and put a story, just like one page, one page of, of what you feel about gratitude. And so Marion and her husband, Jonathan, put together a piece in here. And I encourage you to go ahead and get your copy of the book. It's only $12 right now. Get it in time for Christmas. Um, they have their story in there. And there's so many other people that have come to the table. I wrote something in here. Um, there's a lot, a lot of stuff in here, a lot of different takes on gratitude. And why do you think Madison, uh, Madison, Marion, why do you think gratitude is so important today? I think that this is like something that the world needs today. It is something that I believe that's missing. 
me and my um, children were just talking about that for the past couple of days. And I always tell them, um, you need to be grateful for what you have um, because it, there are some that may not have or wish they could have had. Mm-hmm. Um, so gratitude is something that's definitely missing, um, I believe, in our world today. Um, especially, um, I see it with my children and their their age. Um, a lot is missing, and I think sometimes we need to go back to the basics and uh, and, and explain because a lot of things go on in their world. Um, so just explain to them what gratitude is, what yeah. being grateful means, you know, what being respectful means. It is something that's greatly. I mean, just going out into the stores, you can see you know, the different attitudes that are out there, you know, it's, it's sometimes it, to me, it's this heartbreaking. So I think we just need to be reminded of yeah. what being grateful, what, what, you know, what gratitude is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And then, you know, there's a lot of people, I mean, I, I remember, I remember being with somebody and I, they were, this couple was arguing and they were yelling at each other. And I was like, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't be in the, in the room. It actually was physically hurting me. Because um, I said, just tell me one thing that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. I'm not grateful for anything. I said, oh, no. How about the roof over your head? The fact that this person loves you, takes, will get, do anything that you, you need. Um, you have two beautiful children, you know, a bunch of grandchildren. And in, in one breath, I named a whole slew of things. And it like turned on a light bulb in her life and changed her whole attitude to one of gratitude because mm-hmm. of the fact that, you know, that, and today we see only for the most part, the news is nothing but information that takes us away from this mm-hmm. particular type of attitude. So yeah. we want to, we want to like put it out there as much as possible and teach people about gratitude because from there comes kindness and hope and all different kinds of things, which are going to be, you know, this is, this is a series of books and they're going to be, there's going to be the next one is daily gift of kindness and, and a daily gift of hope. We're going to populate those two together. So it's really important. It's really important. Mm-hmm. But, and then, and then, and then we have, where's Jordan? He's right here. Yeah. Hey, Jordan, go on in behind your sister where Caden is so we can see all your faces. Jordan, I've been waiting to talk to you for a while because <laughs> I, I know that you're Maddie's twin, right? You guys are twins. And um, you didn't have your own, you didn't want to put out your own book. Tell me what you and your two... The two cohorts over there are up to. Tell me what you're doing. <laughs> Shut up. No, go ahead. Look at a writings of Jenny Christ, and it's basically a story to find Jesus and know all the clues of what happened to him. Oh, good. So this is all going to be, um, and now, now I heard you, uh, let me, let me just say this. You guys were on Deborah's radio show, Deborah Bovet. You were on her radio show and you were talking about this. And so I heard something, somebody mentioned about a series. So you, you're writing about, you're writing about Jesus, right? And helping other people along the way. Mm-hmm. What's the first one going to be? Do you have a title? 
the journey to Christ. I can't hear you. He said the journey to Christ, um, a scavenger hunt for Jesus. A scavenger hunt for Jesus. Okay. All right. I'm interested. Uh, now, uh, does this involve does this involve an actual scavenger hunt? Are you? Is this going to be an interactive kind of thing? Like, are you going to organize a scavenger hunt in your town for kids to uh, kids to find things that lead them to Christ? Is that what you're doing? Oh my word! Count me in. I'm coming to the first event. Uh, scavenger hunt for jesus journey mm -hmm. to christ i love this so um yeah oh my goodness i know it floored me too when they i feel, um, like, I feel like it yeah. just got knocked over yeah yeah because they came up with it themselves we were um i forgot it was like in the car yeah, yeah and then we car. started talking about it in the car we always talking about stuff in the car a lot of things happened in the car <laughs> and we were coming for church and we started talking about stuff and then we got home and he did an actual storyboard i remember i sent you that picture of something mm -hmm. new coming mm -hmm. and they were like mom you know they started spitting out all of these different things and i was like okay we got to do a storyboard and we started writing down so they started putting characters in there so they're going to be introduction to new characters mm -hmm. um they're going to have different scenes and when i got excited when they said it was going to be several episodes several chapters several episodes of this book and and they just started naming you know bethlehem you know just different places and what's the holiest place and i was like oh okay and so I got excited. I got excited. And so when their dad came home, um, he was out of town and they started telling him and he just looked at me like, and I said, this was all them. This was yeah. not me. And they wanted to do a little, you know, uh, a collaboration all three of them. I mean, they have for them to be as young as they are and to come yeah. with these, um, it's, it's it's amazing. It's like out of the mouth of babes. You hear so many different things. And for them to come up with this, I'm really, this is why I had to send you a text message. This is, the, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm excited about all their books, but to see all three of their minds churn. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. And they're so in the place of um, goodness and, and being helpful to other people and being, grateful for what they have to the point of giving. I mean, you know, that's me. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a giver. Yeah. I'm a giver. And I just love that about these kids. So let me ask you a question, Jordan. Have you had any experiences like your brother um, that maybe brought this idea to your mind? Like how, how did, was it, was it the three of you that came up with it or Jordan, are you the late ringleader on this one? <laughs> <laughs> Are you the ringleader or what? Yeah, it's all three of you did this. It's all three of you did this. This is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. I I want to know more, but we have to go to a break. So hold on to those thoughts, okay? And we're going to come back in just a couple minutes, and we're going to talk more about the journey to Christ, a scavenger hunt for Jesus. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> it's so cool. It's so cool. We'll be right back. We'll get you got a few messages for you. We'll be right back. When you think about being healthy and happy, do you consider the 24 areas of your life? Probably not. 
With the All Things Wellness Wheel, you become self-empowered, allowing you to make healthier decisions about relationships, nutrition, sleep, exercise, stress, and even your value system. The All Things Wellness book series, written by Peggy Wilms and Dr. Marcus Betstein, teaches about the ATW Wheel and brings dozens of true and personal stories from real people. The first of these multi-author books, The Fourfold Formula, features the foreword written by the Celestine Prophecy author, James Redfield, and is now available on Amazon. Reserve your spot now to become a published author in book two, Win the Wellness War, We Are Responsible. Visit allthingswellness.com slash author for more information. In a world facing annihilation, a miraculous African nun rises to become the first female pope through a web of war, murder, and betrayal. Loved by some, hated by many, she becomes the deadly target of Islamic terrorists and her own cardinals as she introduces a new vision that will either save humanity or accelerate its destruction. Four people must race against a nuclear holocaust to learn her astonishing secret. Pope Annalisa is available at PeterCanova.com, Amazon, and other online booksellers and bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Why are we here? How can we be happy? Questions asked from millennials to boomers. Crappy to happy, sacred stories of transformational joy answers them using true stories of grit, grace, and love. James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy, wrote in the foreword, This book is a seminar about emerging truths and offers grounded solutions through the art of the comeback. Dr. Bernie Siegel, a contributing author, wrote, Bodies die, but spirits and consciousness survive and recycle. So grab some tissues, open your book, and prepare to cry and laugh till it heals. Crappy to Happy by Reverend Ariel Patricia and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and booksellers worldwide. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Conversations That Make a Difference. And we are here with the Whitlock crew. We're talking about the books that they've written, the books that they've been in, and the books that are coming. So we had Books of Christmas Past. We have Books of Christmas Present. And now we're talking with Jordan, Madison, and Caden, and Mary, and their mom, about the Journey to Christ scavenger hunt for Jesus. And this is going to be the book of 
Christmas future. So I'm imagining that around this time next year, we're going to hear a lot of information about this book and how it has um, how it has played out. What do you see happening? I'm going to ask I'm going to ask Jordan to tell me um, what do you see happening once this book is written. What kind of events? Because I know, I mean, Madison, you probably have a million things to say. I see the wheels <laughs> turning in your brain right now. I do. And Caden, you're a pro with this. So Jordan, I want to ask you, what kind of things do you see happening once this book is written? What kind of events do you think you're going to put together? A lot. Of events. A lot? Like what? Are you going to do a scavenger hunt? More scavenger hunts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like to you in your mind as you think about it? What do you see in your mind? Because that's where all this starts. Like we get this little bug in our brain that says we got to make this happen. Right. And so what do you see happening? Where is the first scavenger hunt going to take place? When I, when I see what happened, I see kids coming together in Bethlehem and helping each other to get find all the clues. Okay, got to find all the clues and all the stuff. That's good. And so probably I would imagine that your church is going to get right behind this idea, right? Yes. <laughs> Madison, how do you see this playing out? Well, um, what I see playing out, like we're in like, um, with our friends, and then um, we have these weird, these um, test messages on our phone, and then we're like, huh? Did y'all? And then we text each other and say, "Hey, did y'all get this weird text message?" And they say, "Yeah." And then then we build a time machine, and it gets to go back in time to find the scavenger hunt. And there's like all these clues around Bethlehem and the other places that Jesus went. Wow. <clears throat> so is there going to be like an app for this thing too? I mean. I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking that this is going to be better than Pokemon Go, for God's sake, you know? <laughs> so, Kaden, what do you what do you think? What are you bringing to this conversation here? Well, what I'm thinking is that it's going to be a lot of places that Jesus went back then, like Bethlehem and where, where he was born and places that he had to walk through. So I think this is going to be a very good book. I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what, what this brings and, and the illustrations and, and, you know, what it's going to, what it's going to be. I'm imagining that this is going to be uh, a level up from what we've, we've seen happen in the past and that putting these three minds together um, is going to be more for like, um, an age group a little bit uh, older than what these other stories are. Although these are good for any age group. They, you, Madison asked great questions. Cody had an incredible experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I when I talk about this to other people, you know, they're like, "What? Nine and ten years old? Yeah, hello." Um, you know, it just goes to show you that inspiration comes to us even when we're young. And and kudos to you, Marion, because, you know, these little seeds are being planted in their brains and you as their mom are watering them and feeding them, you know, and allowing them to come to fruition. Um, and they're and they're 
they're doing, they're doing so much. I mean, it's just like, I'm almost at a loss for words and I never at a loss for words. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about all this? It's that they, I'm blah, they do keep me busy. As you know, they keep me busy, but I don't mind this because they're doing something that's very positive. They mm-hmm. want to give and they're giving in their, you know, they're giving um, what they can through words mm-hmm. and through their own experiences. So mm-hmm. I want to be able, me and my husband want to be able to foster that and to nurture that um, for them to be, you know, you know, to share their love and their experiences with others. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Caden wanted, um, he's in the process of working to get his books into hospitals um, to help those um, that have gone through that. And then to for Maddie's books to get into some um, other bookstores, but also concentrate on, um, you know, Bible studies, um, um, Sunday schools and um, vacation Bible schools, different Mm -hmm. things like that. And Mm -hmm. then with this other book, with the collaboration, with what they have, there's no telling what that um, can be. And when I, when they first told me about it, they were talking about Jerusalem, going to like libraries and stuff. And I was like, I can see scavenger hunts, you know, you just forming one at a church these different clues or in the library they you know they you hide different clues in there and 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 finding out you know all all these clues led to one person jesus mm-hmm. um, and then for them to have that and then hopefully everyone have their own personal encounter um with them but some of the things that they say it's just mind-boggling um and yeah. sometimes me and my husband just look and just okay <laughs> Well, you certainly have you certainly have a team of um, young kids here who can be advocates for for Jesus and who can who can also, you know, show other kids how to be how to be you know, like them. And then when they get an idea and when they you know, when they they have a, a seedling, let's say, growing in their brain that wants to take root and grow, that they they are examples to other kids that you know, I mean, the creativity that is involved in these children, and I've, I've always been a creative, I've always been a creative soul, you know, between writing and pottery. And um, I, I mean, I was always doing some sort of craft. I've been crocheting since I'm six <laughs> years old. My grandmother taught me how to crochet. So, um, but I've always had like the need for um, a, um, a voracious reader. Like I've always had the need for like, what are other people thinking? What are other people putting out there? You know, that's why I'm so open to people when they come to me, will you publish my book, um, you know, through through the publishing company? I, I never say no until I see what they're bringing forth, you know, and I always, I always honor um, the fact that my, where my, um, where my heart is. I always follow my heart. And, you know, there's, there's sometimes I I have to say no, because the content is not necessarily content that's going to grow responsible, grateful, inspired people, you know, so I, I have to say no sometimes, but um, that's a gift that, you know, this is a gift that God gave me to be able to work with people like you, um, so that I can, you know, help them to get help kids and, and whoever else is writing, um, to get their message out there because everybody has a message, right? Madison, your message is clear. 
<laughs> you are the questionnaire. Yes. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> and the singer. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just honored and grateful that I get to be part of this with you and, um, and to see how this all plays out. And what really touches me more than anything else is the gratitude that they have and the grateful hearts and the way that they are and how you are with them too, Marion. You know, I mean, you know, my parents both worked when I was little and there wasn't a lot of time. Like there was, I didn't have what you had, what these kids have. Um, but, and I was the oldest. Who's the oldest in this crew right now? Kaden. <laughs> By what, a year? Two years. Two years. Okay. And then you have an older brother, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you get to lead. You get to be the one that um, is the example for others. And I was always the one that was the example for others too. So I'm gonna give you a high five there, Caden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you started this whole thing off. You used the one that said I wanted to be published. You know, when Mom gave you an assignment to write a book, you started it all up. I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Any? Do you want to give me any clues as to how this starts? Y'all want to give any clues? Yeah. Do you want to give a clue? I think the first one. Um, what is it? Going back in times. Let me see. Okay. I want to say they one of the clues they put down here was what is the most holiest place? Okay. And they, I was like, okay. And so um, that's one of the questions that's going to come up. Okay. Um, what else? They said that they heard a voice that came out and said, find me. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that reminds me, I just got chills. You know why I got chills? Have you been watching The Chosen? Yes, I have gotten into that. <laughs> my supervisor oh my. has gotten me into that, yes. Oh, my Lord. So what, what, is, what does Jesus say to these people? He says, follow me. <laughs> Two words. Follow me, and mm -hmm. you get the words. Find me. find me, find me, and they put and I put it in quotes on their storyboard. I put it in quotes because that's all. It was so funny that all of them said it at the same time, and I was like, mm -hmm. "What is it?" That's like, "Find me," and I. So I put it in quotes, and I was like, "That has to definitely go in there." But it gives me chills because this, literally, this book came out of them, and I'm excited. And it came out in the car. And I'm so excited that they're adding so many, they're adding characters and it's these, all these different things that they're adding to it. So it's, you know, it's different. It's this, I'm excited. <laughs> it's, I'm, I can't wait to, I can't wait to read some of what you've written. So hook me up guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what you've written so far and see what else is coming. And we like to thank you, Ms. Teresa, because you have given us so like you are family to us. Uh -huh. um, we love you. And um, we are just so appreciative of, you know, our crazy schedules and them. And then you always tell it, you know, you're guiding us to and helping them out so much. So we really appreciate my family. We really appreciate you, uh -huh. our family, um, for being that light to us. Oh, thank you. I'm so grateful to be able to share this experience with you. And, and I know that nothing happens by chance, that there is a reason for everything. 
and that I get the honor and the joy to be able to um, help you, you know, bring forth these ideas that these these incredible minds are putting together. And, you know, I get a chance to really get to know them and get to know you. And, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. So, and you're, you're welcome Uh, a thousand times over. You're welcome. You're welcome. So what's, what's going on for Christmas? We're only a few days away. What's going on for Christmas guys. Tell me quickly. On Friday, we're going to be going to, um, a um grace we're going to grace city for um hot cocoa snow field snow um snowball fights um <laughs> um cookies cookies um hot cocoa Yep. Yeah. Bake cookies, Marion. Are you guys baking cookies? Yes, we usually do bake cookies, but I think this time we're gonna try something different. I, I think I have some cinnamon rolls that would fill with some apple filling that we're gonna uh-huh. try. Mm-hmm. Nice, good stuff. So, and then um, will you spend Christmas together? On yes. Christmas? Yes. Yeah, everybody's yes. going to be there for Christmas. Yes, we're yeah. going to spend Christmas here. It's supposed to be really cold in Southwest Georgia. So <laughs> we it's are- supposed to um, be cold in Northeastern Pennsylvania too, so. Yeah, we're waiting on that. Um, and we're excited. It's going to be a different, you know, Christmas this year. We It's going to be actually cold outside. So we, we're waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, have you gotten snow there in the last several no. years? We, we, I think we've gotten time. snow once since we've been here. So we may get something. Well, we may get a flurry or something like that. But I like the cold, the, the cold air. <laughs> Not me. I will look for some place where it's a little bit warmer. <laughs> a little bit warmer. I think I've had my fill of northeastern Pennsylvania. So, yeah. But I'm I'm so excited for you guys. I'm I'm excited for this time of year. I love the Christmas holidays. I um I can't wait to see what you guys come up with and how soon I get a chance to read it. But once again, make sure that if you don't have your copies of these books, Madison's book, What Does Jesus Do? This is the book of Christmas present. And this is Caden's book, the book of Christmas past. And I'm waiting for the book of Christmas future. So with all that being said, do you believe our hour is gone already? We need to close. (laughs) And once again, be sure to get your copy of Daily Gift of Gratitude, where you can read Madison and Jonathan's entry to that and mine and everybody else. There's over a hundred stories in this book and it's, um, it's really a great gift. So with that being said, we have finished up this this uh, episode of Conversations That Make a Difference. Merry Christmas to everyone who listens to me and listens to us from my house and from the Whitlock family, the Whitlock crew, as we call them. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we'll see you back here on January the 3rd for the next edition of Conversations That Make a Difference. Love you guys. Happy you. Tune in next time for Conversations That Make a Difference with host Teresa Velarde every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Thank you for listening, and thank you to our producer, Rachel, and to our station owner, Deborah Beauvais, working behind the scenes. Be sure to go to conversationsthatmakeadifference.com for your free gift. Make sure your conversations make a difference.